0: And uh, the current decline of growth uh, domestic product uh, is at 17.1% instead of the 51% proclaimed by Statistics South Africa. Now, that's according to an economist, Dr. Rulof Boeta, who is an economic advisor at Optimum Investment Group. Uh, Boeta's lamb based at Stats SA, saying that the figure given by uh, the organization is woefully misleading and that it is not reflective of the state of the economy at all. And uh, Dr. Bhutta joins us now. Thanks so much for your time and welcome to Update at Noon. Uh, thank you, Dr. Bhutta. You are questioning the method that uh, STETS SA is currently using to calculate uh, GDP figures. Why is that?
1: Well, um, <coughs> yes, uh, Stats SA obviously has every right to calculate an annualised and seasonally adjusted rate of contraction. Uh, but the problem is that it is based on a comparison with the first quarter of the year before the lockdown was implemented. The upset, upshot of the way in, in which the GDP data has been presented to the media, uh, is an underlying assumption that lockdown will continue for a full year. Now, this is clearly absurd. Uh, in, in the process, of course, what StatSA has done, it's fallen into the trap that statistical agencies are warning, are, have, have warned against and, and another one of them is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which says that uh, if you extrapolate quarter on quarter data uh, on an annualized basis, in other words, now you project this into the future, uh, you are magnifying the irregular. So what they're saying is that if you have a, if you have a bad quarter, you had a, a, an earthquake or a serious drought, which, which um, decimated your agricultural production, or you have a pandemic uh, I mean you can 't get more irregular than what we 've had then then you are obviously magnifying this irregular and and, the, and you know the really sad thing is that in the third quarter uh, we will have a a, a stunning recovery. Uh, so, so GDP growth will be uh, will have, will be positive quarter on quarter. It may even be positive year on year. And thirdly, they are going to make exactly the same mistake, but in the, in the other direction this time. They're going to tell us, oh, the economy you know, increased magnificently when compared to the same quarter last year. That's not necessarily the case.
0: And I can see what you mean by that. Uh, but uh, surely you've taken up uh, this discussion uh, sets, as they have been spoken about, uh, uh, to, spoken to about this before, I would imagine.
1: Well, um, quite frankly, I did uh, tell you this, but I'm, I'm actually self-employed. Uh, I'm a part-time lecturer and, and I do a bit of consulting work for the Optimum Financial Services uh, Investment Group uh, and I write several columns in national newspapers so uh, I've been hoping and, and several other economists have also been writing and, and talking about this and, and I'm sincerely hoping that somebody at National Treasury uh, picks this up because they have to report it to National Treasury uh, you see my big concern is, is, is not about statistical uh, sort of methodology, it, it's about a message that gets sent out. Now when I thought. Listeners, this is not very technical What the OECD says is uh, Just keep it simple So in, the fir- it, in April, May and June this year This country, South Africa Produced goods and services to the value of uh, Almost 1.1 1. 1 trillion rand That includes everything Dry cleaning services uh, M- Mampur, which uh, we were uh, uh, Forced to, to buy <laughs> because, uh, because stores were closed um, Petrol, clothes <laughs> uh, Anything that you can think of uh, now, in the same three months last year, we produced $1.26 trillion, and, and that difference is a decline of 17%, 1.7, not 50. It is a sharp contraction, but uh, uh, we all expected this. And because of the, uh, the, the, the uh, lockdown regulations that have been eased, we, we are looking to, uh, forward to a really bumper third quarter and a spectacular fourth quarter. That's what I'm predicting. Uh, and, and I think it's important for Stats is it, to appreciate the fact that if businesses see headlines, uh, we say the economy has shrunk by half. They are going to be very cautious before they start employing people or expanding their productive capacity. Uh, and that's what concerns me, is that the wrong message is going out. This country needs business confidence. And President Ramaphosa is... Uh, leading the way with his infrastructure program and with National Treasury's new growth plan. And we've got every chance uh, to have really a stunning 2021. But then we must all, uh, you know, as you said, no, bring our count. You know, we should all, you know, play our part in this and, and uh, not spread uh, uh, negative news if, it, if it's not actually um, uh, correct.
0: So what, according to you then, uh, Dr. Boota, is the accurate picture uh, according to the method that you are proclaiming?
1: Well, um, it's standard practice, quite frankly, um, for relatively small open economies like ourselves not to publish quarter-on-quarter growth rates which have been extrapolated into the future. Uh, so you, you you simply compare the, the second quarter of this year, April to June, which we know was a disaster because of April's lockdown, a very stringent lockdown, and you compare it to the same three months last year, and that gives you a decline of if you adjust it for inflation of 17%, so next quarter and the third quarter, what they should do, and, and quite frankly, this is standard practice. They they should compare that to the third quarter of last year, and I've got a um, more than a gut feeling that that will be a positive, uh, a positive rate, and that will be, we will continue on this um, on this path. I must quickly mention to you that the, the the total retail trade sales, retail trade sales, is a shortcut. To, uh, in South Africa to finding out what's happening in the economy because um, it's been above uh, one trillion rand a year every year since 2017. So retail trade sales for general dealers, which is almost half of total retail trade sales. Now, the general dealers are the big guns. You know, that's where we spend our money. Uh, in June this year, their sales were high, 2% higher than in June last year. And what that tells me as an economist is that we are we have experienced a v-shaped recovery uh, and the cynics of course don't like this one bit
0: <laughs> so uh, moving along uh, you know from uh, what you've just said is there b- besides as you say projecting a very negative picture and and an inaccurate one at that uh, what other harm could possibly be derived from the information that we got from stats essay
1: well, right now, because of the debate, because uh, numerous economists have questioned uh, the reason why they choose to supply the media with a a uh, scenario which is a worst case scenario in terms of uh, you know supplying data as i said if if you want to take the seventeen percent decline. And you want to extrapolate it into the future? uh Statistically, in a, on a technical level, there's nothing wrong with doing that, except that you are making assumptions relating to the, uh, you know, your main assumption is that this this trend will continue. Now we all know that this trend will not continue. We can see it with our own eyes. If you look at the the, the rush hour traffic uh, as well, so so quite frankly, uh the the. The, the the creditworthiness the credibility of stats essay is going to take a knock if this continues.
0: But if they know, as you say, if this is so uh, commonplace and common knowledge, and you know you have scientists and mathematicians uh, working at Stats essay, why are they getting it wrong? If you were to venture a
1: guess. Well, you know uh, there there are volumes of jokes about decisions. The one I like the most is that statistician will tell you if your feet are in the oven and your head is in the freezer, on average you are quite comfortable, (laughs) which I I wouldn't recommend that the listeners try. But um, uh, I'm I'm marginally concerned. I'm not a person that believes in conspiracy theories, hardly ever, but uh, I'm a little bit concerned about whether there isn't a a, a separate agenda at Stats Essay. Uh, do, Do they want to put Uh, you know, the new political leadership in a bad light. Uh, We all know why this decline occurred. The 17 percent, I must just stress that, not 50 percent. That is utter nonsense. But the 17 percent decline was 100 percent as a result of the pandemic. And that was nobody's fault. Well, (laughs) perhaps somebody's fault in China, uh, but let's not go there right now. Um, So I I really don't know why they are are doing this. I, I must be quite honest. And I will certainly try my best. To, to seek, a, a, you know, to arrange, to, to go and meet them. And I'll make sure that I have some of my associates with me, like Prof. Ilzeb Burtā from UJ. She's an internationally renowned um, econometrician. Um, and, and just have a discussion with them and ask them, why can't you just use the year on your figures when you prepare your media statement? I mean, it's the easiest thing in the world to do.
0: We'll certainly try and get a status aside of this. How much mampur did you buy, Dr. Burtā, during the lockdown? <laughs> Only one bottle. <laughs> <laughs> how much was it?
1: One hundred fifty rand for a liter, and I've still got about three quarters left because I'm not a heavy drinker.
0: <laughs> and 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 how much was it before the lockdown?
1: Well, before the lockdown, that 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 particular f- a farmer in northwest, that has, uh he's an orange farmer, this is orange mampur, uh, he he wasn't producing the stuff. But when he realized there, there's a huge market for this, uh, you know, he, he built a stall and, and, and he started making a bit of money on the site. Uh, by the way, which is not captured by stats, is... Uh... <laughs>
0: Well, let's leave it there. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Dr. Rulof Boota, Economic Advisor at Optimum Investment Group, uh, and talking to us there about uh, what he believes to be uh, an error in how statistics South Africa has actually looked at the GDP figure for the second quarter. So we did promise that we try and get word from um, uh, the stats essay. And we join now by Joe De Beer, Deputy Director General for Economic Statistics. Good afternoon and thanks for your time.
2: Good afternoon,
0: it's a pleasure. Mr. Uh, Dweer, now Dr. Bouto says that Stats essay has fallen into the classic trap that uh, statistical agencies have been warning against, saying that uh, the extrapolation of quarter-on-quarter data on an annualised basis actually magnifies the irregular. So what's your view on
2: what he is saying? Um, he's quite correct that it magnifies the view, um, and that is what annualisation does. But uh, allow me the space to just make a few comments on some of the uh, thoughts that he shared um, in one of just before we, uh, his interview finished, he said that he recommends that that essay makes available the year on year numbers uh, for the uh, analysts uh, that has been part of our dissemination for as long as I can remember and even as we are sitting here, I'm looking at the press pack that we made available and that's available on our website. And we have a nice little table that for each of the industries gives the year-on-year growth rates. It gives the growth rates for the first six months of the year compared to the last uh, first half of last year. And it then gives the season-adjusted and annualized rates. So you can rest assured that that information that you wanted is already in the public domain. But let's uh, come back to the contentious issue of the 51% versus the 17%. I think, firstly, we should uh, all agree that the debate isn't about whether the numbers are correct or not. It is rather about whether the interpretation of the 51% was done correctly in the media or not. And in our press statement that we wrote, we made it quite clear that the percentages that we quote are all quarterly um, uh, changes, season-adjusted and annualized. And that comes with pitfalls. And the uh, rule of those identified those correctly. It assumes that Going to have this pandemic for the rest of the uh, calendar year for four quarters, which is, of course, not going to happen. But the thinking that we hadn't had in that essay by not changing the way that we measured the headline, and he made mention of, a, of the he's not a conspiracy theorist, but we might have a, a hidden agenda. But it's quite the contrary. If, in fact, that SA now, after decades of using this approach as the headline GDP measure, now introduced a different way of measuring the economy and said, we're not going to analyse anymore. We're going to now just use the quarter-and-quarter season-adjusted number and the economy only slumped by 17. I'm pretty sure that some people will have said, oh, that SA now thinks of a different way to measure the economy to not say it was minus 51%. It is now only 17 so we were a bit between a rock and a hard place. But knowing that this debate would come, we for the first time actually put in our press pack the number of uh, the growth rate of minus 16.4%, just so that it is in the public domain. Because one of the principles that you need to adhere to as an official statistician is one of consistency and of transparency. So we haven't hidden anything or tried to take away different growth measures. We've just followed the path of consistency and saying this is what the measurement will be over time for people that do a a comparison in the time series. A similar situation like this happened a couple of years ago when load sharing started. We have a fairly concentrated economy, and a few years ago, maybe 10 or more, when load sharing seriously hit the mining industry, we saw a Huge contraction uh, in mining of maybe 5 6% quarter and quarter, and then when annualized, it gave you a minus 20 minus 25%. Now, of course, that didn't mean that a quarter of the mines closed down, it just meant that if the load shedding or industrial action or whatever this irregular occurrence is will continue happening for four quarters, this is what the growth rate would be. And m- maybe let me take the opportunity to, to explain why annualization happens. Many times uh, for an economist, when you see the change in economic growth, the first question that comes up is to say, what does this mean for the entire year? So the technique of analyzing the growth rate allows you, although very crudely, like Rulof pointed out, to estimate what the impact would be for a year when it happens. Now, of course, when there's an irregular occurrence, it gives you a a number that uh, might not be useful, and therefore one should go for the number that's not annualized but let's go back to a a normal time, whatever that should be in economics, and the economy is growing at three or four percent for the year. The quarterly number will be let's say zero point eight percent, so people might think, Oh, if the quarterly growth is zero point eight, this is really very bad, not also thinking that this equates to a 3% uh, for the year. And that is where the technique of annualization uh, came along.
0: Mm, but, but, but just to bottom line this, so he is correct is Dr. Bueta in terms of saying that actually we're talking more of 17% rather than 50, uh, 51% contraction on a quarter on quarter to, basis.
2: The, the, the quarter on quarter numbers we all agree it must be seasonally adjusted. That is 16.4%. If you analyze it, it gives you the 51.0%. So where he would be correct is that in the very unlikely case of the pandemic being repeated for the next uh, couple of quarters, the growth rate of minus 164 would mirror much closer to the economic reality than the annualized rate of 51 But it does not mean that the 51% is incorrect. It means that when you work with the 51% or interpret the 51%, you must do it being well aware that it is an annualised rate.
0: Mm. And I guess that's where the problem lies. But thank you so much. We have to leave it there. Um, that was Joe De Beer, Deputy Director General for Economic Statistics at Stats SA. Uh, love to hear your views on that. That that was very interesting. You know, um, just talking to and 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 Mr. De Beer makes the point that maybe the media uh, didn't quite understand. You know what was being put out. Uh, but then, yeah, maybe there should have been a greater effort. Once you did see that the media were making a mistake, it should have been
2: corrected then. Uh, So very interesting there and uh, we'll park it there for the time being.